those three updates that I just read are from April of 2015. <laughs> so, touche, my friend. Yeah, more than hashtags. Come on. Come on. Yeah, more than hashtags. No, we won't forget uh-huh. what's working, what's trendy, and what's next. Yeah. With Adam Lidecker and Vincent Orlek. Every week, a new episode from News on the Net. Come on. Reppin' Arizona. I know just what you came for. For stories people might miss and fly under the radar. Yeah, more than hashtags. It's news and we're on it. Make sure that you subscribe and follow if you want it. Yeah, more than hashtags. Hey, I'm Adam Lidecker. And I'm Vincent Orlek. In the house. And we're here. We have an you know, podcast of Maybe you guys have heard of this thing, but we thought it was pertinent to talk about something, the practical side of this news. Wait, wait, what news, what news has there even been about social media lately? Well, did you see all those posts on Facebook? Oh, wait, no, you didn't. (laughs) What? I don't even know what you're talking about. Anyways, uh, big announcement, like Facebook switched up the algorithm again. If you're not familiar, this is nothing new. They're just telling people now. They've been switching up algorithms since back in the day in 08, 09. Like, you just didn't know. All your stats suffered, but they didn't tell you. Now they're they're announcing it the last couple because they want to crack down on fake news, on clickbait, on like bait, comment bait. So much bait. (laughs) That's a lot of bait. (laughs) So we're here to cut bait. That was it. Terrible pun. Is that even a pun? Yeah, so uh, Mark, uh, our, our buddy Mark Z over at the Facebook came out with a long, long statement about we need to be more personal and blah, 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 blah. And then the head of product. Me- meaningful, meaningful. Yeah, whatever. So <laughs> essentially they had to do something because they were catching too much heat uh, for – for the platform <laughs> they don't know how to fix it and this is their answer right now yeah i mean when it first the news first dropped i'll i'll say this that uh you know wall street yeah you know, companies social media managers lost done did lost their collective minds <laughs> um you know i think that they you know zuckerberg lost 2.9 billion dollars uh, off the top of the stock uh when they announced this so a couple days, it's been like, what, a week, what, a week now um, as of recording time? Uh, honestly, they want to make the f- news feed better for the users, more meaningful, which is a very vague, vague term, perhaps, when you're talking about a news feed, what's meaningful. Um, but on the surface, it, at least the collective fear was, it's fantastic for users, but terrible for social marketers and brands. Uh, and now enough dust has settled. Some some of our friends who we trust that have practical knowledge have chimed in on this. We've had time to think about this. Um, that with change comes opportunity, not fear. Um, so in this episode, we kind of want to like run down through. And and again, we don't all exactly know. And so if somebody's dishing out, they know exactly what what this means run for the hills and double down on this and that. They don't 
know that yet. There's not enough data. Um, we don't know what's going to happen to our posts. But what we can do is give uh, double down on the practical good um, advice and knowledge that we have been dishing out that it's a good thing for us to repeat. And then a few more channels on Facebook that you can explore that are actually not impacted by this change. I'd like to start with something real quick, if I may. I see you raising your hand. <laughs> um, oh, you, you, you may, kind sir. Yeah, here's, here's a little something. I just want to read. It says, um, Facebook will be making the following updates to its news feed algorithms. One, the first update will improve the experience for people who do not have a lot of content available to see. Previously, there was a rule that you would not see multiple posts from the same source in a row, but now Facebook is relaxing that rule. Secondly, uh, the second update ensures that the content that is posted by the friends that you care about, which includes photos, videos, links, and status updates, will be higher in the newsfeed so that you are less likely to miss it. If you enjoy interacting with pages that you have liked, then you will still see that content, but Facebook will try to strike the right balance of content for each user. And third, uh, as in regards to the interactions that your friends have with a post, many people have complained about seeing stories about their friends liking or commenting on a post, so those stories will be placed lower in the newsfeed or not mm -hmm. at all. Um, those three updates that I just read are from April of 2015. <laughs> so touche my friend the yeah. point being that uh if you go in and do a google search for like facebook algorithm change and go year by year there's they've literally said this this thing about right. maybe not to this extreme ex extent that they're claiming is going to happen yeah they've been slowly getting here well refining well, we're not anywhere yet right i mean we certain don't aspects i mean i think it's been i mean people have guessed that it's been because oh yes i'm getting more of my friends and it's meaningful now, i have concern about that as well how much more of a bubble that will that create and let's be honest we and our friends are collectively not that interesting <laughs> and that was the same thing with live video people burning out you know, if they got some notoriety, um, we're really not that interesting unless you're going to go a single topic like a social media podcast or something like that within your knowledge base. So I don't know. I'm concerned about creating more of a bubble uh, because good content will naturally bubble to the top. So I'm not saying we're not going to get that. We're not going to get you – know, I, my two examples are – uh, this this change just makes social marketers work harder. You got to get back in the kitchen, start cooking, and ask why. Why are you putting out what you're putting out? And they did some guidelines. I mean, clearly, clearly they, did, they did. They want meaningful content, but they also want meaningful comments, like longer, more detailed comments. But you're not going to go hack it by like, at, I know what marketers will do. They're like, they'll get cute. They'll ask a question, be like, comment below to let us know, you know, but that you have to get smarter than that, but also ask, I mean, why are you even doing that? Are you supporting the community with this content? Um, but my two examples, I, I didn't want to 
my two examples of content and I've seen bubble to the top that, and maybe other people aren't getting this, but Vox videos, they do a lot of like deep dives into hard topics uh, or ex expose type or um, animated, but they put a lot of time and effort into um, looking at a topic. And then I'll say like the teen Vogue articles that they completely, you'd never imagine would be coming out of teen Vogue. But why are those two bubbling up on my newsfeed before this change? They're being shared. Like they created content so indispensable, you couldn't not not share it. Um, so that same, I think that same rule applies, don't you? Like making your content so indispensable, like. Well, that's yeah, and that's that's kind of been the the general response, right? I mean, that's we've we've heard that um that continued now, yeah yeah that now our job as as social media marketers as content marketers what have you um for ourselves for our clients is not i, I don't know that it's it's harder it's just more like you have to put effort in yeah <laughs> as opposed to just going checking boxes of of hey, we got this post for National French Fry Day today. Sure. Um, you know, got so your content calendar filled. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, just it, because. So, so it it'll there is that element of of kind of separating who who knows what they're doing from who who doesn't who can actually produce content rather yeah. than just sourcing it from all these places. They don't want they it's it's clear like you alluded to before about the the content that they they're trying to push from user to user there it goes back to the 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 clickbait and the links that they don't they don't want people to click on they don't they don't want to encourage the 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 clickbait headlines to to get clicked on so they're pushing those down um right they they don't allow people to uh change when you link an article and it populates, they don't allow you to change the headline anymore like they used to. Yeah. It was a while ago, you know? So um, the, the other thing, what I was just looking up actually, cause I, 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 I always re remembered this, but it's one of those, it's one of those algorithm newsfeed update things that no one really talked about at the time and still hasn't um, in June of 2015. They, they put an emphasis, a new, an added emphasis, and a new emphasis on time spent on a story. Uh, yeah, that versus the passive scroll. Yeah, well, and and also, I mean, the idea was that they were. This also came out around the same time as they reinvigorated the notes portion, which nobody still has ever. Yeah. Used. Right even though it's, it's more and more like medium now. Um, but it doesn't matter. People just use medium or they just post on Facebook. So, um, but there was this time spent on story update. It was like, if, if you are stopping and reading a post and clicking the see more, it, it's reading that it's reading. Mm -hmm. People are stopping and reading these big, long posts. Yeah. Um, it's I mean, a higher level of engagement, but, but it wasn't, it wasn't something that was taken advantage of. I don't think by, by brands, by, right. by any businesses. I, I mean, personal profiles. I see people 
doing that type of stuff a lot. Yeah, right. And then brands went shorter and shorter and shorter with yeah. the call to action. Um, yeah, nothing below the fold. But I think you're right. Like, in, uh, I read a post you sent me from John Loomer, and he alluded to um, he was talking about videos, uh, live videos, and your friends are producing one minute videos. So that's what people are consuming. So you want to mirror that. Um, same thing like you just said, writing a longer post, more in depth, sharing more. Uh, you have a story to tell. I, the, the, I, I think the gist is like, you're going to always want to test. I mean, they're going to come out and experts are going to come out and say, you do this, do that. And once everyone does that. Um, and the other thing is, I think that you're still going to see brand posts in your feed, but they'll be the best of the best they're going to actually probably have a bump in engagement because all the other noise is, has disappeared. Well, um, and, so, and also it's, it's something that as a brand, so this, this will separate um, pages to, to a certain extent as to what people actually like and want to pay attention to. Because right. if like there's certain publishers and, and companies and brands and all that, that, that I already have set along along with my wife um as c first <laughs> see those posts i, I have well, it well done well done yeah yeah absolutely so i don't miss her posts they pop up <laughs> at the top i had mm-hmm. some other ones that were set that i that um the, they just posted too much and i was right. getting too much i didn't want to see that much so but there's definitely brands that i have the c first option set and i definitely think it would be a good idea for companies to bring that back and encouraging their followers to click see first and they can use other channels i mean if they could use the email new an email like a in in their weekly newsletter to encourage that oh yeah and all the other tied in on all the other marketing for sure or facebook live video for one minute or whatever so one thing because you brought up the, the live video uh the there's some stat right about how much more engaged it's is it like six times more engaged with live video than people are with posts or something uh the live the live video aspect they don't like facebook doesn't separate out live video done by publishers or big verified pages right versus like me <laughs> or on my business page or a personal profile mm-hmm. doing a live video because it's definitely come down. There's zero question that since the time it started, whether it's because of more people doing it or Facebook putting the governor on it, I don't know. But the first few times I remember going live on even my personal page, it, it got traction like right off the bat. Yeah. I, maybe they served it to more people. I rarely get that notification like I used to. Vincent's live right now. Do you want to join? See, I don't. I get that from just a very few people now. I also feel like it's a little broken because I know, I know that whenever I see one, there's there's certain ones I get daily. The the three local news stations, mm-hmm. they go live all the time, and it's not always them. It's like the, it's always the same story too. So they're they're working off of some sort of feed that's the same even though they're different networks they're getting the same feed and saying 
we're going live with this from California and we're in Arizona or right. in New York, right? And it's like literally within minutes of each other, they all go live with this thing, which is, look, I think it's a good thing to do for local news stations for sure. I just wish they would stay with the local, but they're going for, they're going for sure. attention, right? Yeah. But, but It'll I be interesting swear, to see what happens with that because yeah, uh, I think I mean, and you you alluded to like the changes from 2015 and on. It is no surprise that that engagement rates on brand pages has been dropping steadily. Like if you get two percent, you're lucky. I mean, it used to be the whole shebang, but now there are pages though that have fantastic uh, questions and content and. They're actively engaging the community. That's the other thing that a couple couple articles alluded to was, you know, maybe Facebook's making social great again. I don't know. <laughs> Just the fact is, like, don't use automation tools. Don't you use bots. There. I did. I did. But no, like, what's the point? I, I remember um, when I launched a product on Kickstarter and then I had uh, most of the sales were f- via Instagram. And I put the work in, put the time in. And, w- and I was just thinking about this just now. Very satisfying. The fact that I, when I saw a sale come through, come through, I was actively part of the community. But then people bought stuff from me as well. I recognized the name because I recognized the person. I was engaged with them before, after, and during the sale. Now that's hard to scale when you have two million people. But let's be honest: you don't have two million people engaging on your posts. You have like sixty-three. So you can be turn those sixty-three into passionate advocates. The next week, 83. And next week, 200. It's that slow climb for some of these brands yeah, to get back I, up. Now, going forward, you know, who's to say if that's possible the way that it has been? Because I can tell you over the last year and a half, specifically with one of the, the small companies that I've, I've been working with, their engagement is pretty good. And like on every post they have mm-hmm. they have just over 2000 followers it's a it's a small company but they have over 2000 followers they get about 10% that's pretty good um on average and uh, we're talking just reach right not engagement but reach right which is to me yeah on average getting 10% is I'm okay with that for now <laughs> or through the time that it's been on there based on what facebook typically does and then there's some posts that they do really good. They get a hundred percent reach or eighty percent reach. It's because the the content is is speaking directly. That piece of content, whatever it is, is speaking directly to the audience in a way that yeah. is interesting to them. You know, and it's it's not about the time of the day because. It's been all over the place. It's been at six o'clock at night. It's been at eight a.m. in the morning. It's been a video at you know on Friday at five. Like it's it's not even the time. So again, we always come back to this. Like when someone asks, if you're worried about what time to post, I I'm not a huge fan of looking and seeing. Okay, this time is the best because Facebook serves up stuff all the time from right. past past days and times. It's going to be more about what you engage with. That's what it's always coming down yeah, to. Yeah, that, that goes into the algorithm for that post for the business. And then those 20 people who engage have their own 
you know, touch points on their own algorithm. Right. Now, um, how that's going to change going forward right. is what, what this is all about. And I'll, I'll know. I, I, I can tell you right now. I'll know on that based on what that page does. Sure. Because I, I, it, it's been consistent since I started doing it for a year and a half ago. Okay. I mean, that's, that'd be a great test to gauge because <coughs> it's a smaller page, which is exactly what we're talking about. A lot of brands who are scared. They're like, oh, man, I'm not a Coke. Well, actually, Coke has terrible engagement. So once you push over a million, uh, it rockets way down the other way. But so I, mean, I, what, what is pe- the people that follow that? I was having this discussion with a friend of ours today about Pepsi. We were yeah. talking about Pepsi has a million followers on Instagram and they, they have awesome content and it's brand is fantastic. It's the content is branded. It looks great. They have a million followers and they, number one, it's Pepsi. Why do they only have a million followers? They should have their well-known brand, right? Like, but it's because people don't, why are you following Pepsi? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You have to be, have some, something else, um, useful and helpful. And, um, you know, before I forget, I, I wanted to say like, there are channels that are still working, uh, but you can't exploit them. You have to use the, you have, what are you doing to serve your, your community? What are you doing to foster and feed them? So we talked about Facebook groups uh, and we are in a couple groups that are really great. Um, if you had an ambassador group, I mean, the people who are engaging on your Facebook page, those few people don't forsake them. What can you give them? You'll still get push alerts from Facebook groups. Uh, we well, don't know if that's going to be changed they, at all. Well, well, don't forget that they, uh, several months ago, right? Last year, they they allow you now to link the pages to the groups. Yeah. So that I, I mean, now with this with this like news that's come down, there's there's no way that that wasn't done for a reason. Right. Right. And, and we still like to the group. And we still get push alerts from the groups we're in when somebody posts new content. Um, So they're prioritizing that because I think that they're seeing that as more and more meaningful because it's more, it's more intentional. It's, but then doesn't that change? Like because now if, if everyone's now flocking, I mean, look, everyone's already in groups, right? I don't know what groups does that change it. Yeah, that's true. If you get super groups, because right now, it is it is quote unquote more meaningful because it's based on an affinity topic, um, and by nature, the at least the, some of the ones I'm in, most of the posts are in depth comments and in depth comment replies, which is what they're asking for on the news feed. You're going to be ranked higher if you get that for your brand. Uh, but but, is but that I didn't want to talking about you know like because we were talking about this right? It, yeah. Is is are they are they specifically, I feel like they're specifically referring to newsfeed posts made Correct. in the feed rather than in a group that shows up in your feed. It's, it's you post and you, you know, what's going on. That's that, what I'm interpreting as well. They're, do, they're right. two different products and that group happens to show up in your newsfeed. So there's still two, two different products. Agreed. Um, I will say like, we, we talk about this a lot. I mean, I think, and I'll say it again, but I think people hear this, but they don't actually take it to heart. Like, oh, don't put your eggs in one basket. You know, Facebook, your Facebook fans, you're on a rented social network. You're renting your fans. You don't own them. One algorithm, you're one algorithm change away from, you know, 
nothing. <laughs> so leverage social and, but for your, your own channels. So own channels, um, I'm thinking of newsletter, blog post. Um, what else would you consider? If you have your own app. Um, well, wait, say that again. So utilizing, utilizing Facebook, leveraging Facebook to, but, and supporting your community, but driving to converting your fans over to an own channel, like a newsletter. Oh, well, yeah, sure. I mean, that's, but that's always been, that's nothing new either. But people don't do it. That's the thing. Well, that's just lazy. It's just lazy. Yeah, no, you're right because they had yeah. to produce content, support that content, <laughs> yes. and and new. I, I'm a big advocate of email because I mean I've had lists that get forty percent open rate, and I have fantastic favorite emails I wait for every single day. Less than ten, <laughs> less than five probably, but if you put the work in, it could be a great channel for you. Um, even even driving people to to like your medium publication or medium yeah channel. I, I I think like that that's the thing I mean I went and had sat in a strategy meeting with a major brand like if out of the top five of this category they're number two and they had somebody come in and tell told them last year that blogs are dead so they removed the blog off their website which contributed to forty percent of their web traffic at that time. And I don't even, I, I didn't even go into it. Like, I don't even know what the rationale was on that. I, my recommendation was to, was to bring that own channel back to work that back in. But then also uh, this is the biggest point is asking, why are we writing this? Why are we publishing this? Always that's that. How is it being meaningful? Right. How is it going to stand out from the crowd? Um, yeah. I, the, the idea of, the idea that now, okay, if Facebook is like directly challenging the the whole content is king uh, standard that everyone always quotes, and they're like, hey, put up or shut up, you guys, you know, if you're always yeah. talking about content being king, okay, create create some content that will make you king. Yeah, I mean, you can't. And that's what I think, like, there'll be um, a talent shuffling across different industries. And I know we have a friend who is being called in to consult because he's the voice who's speaking about this. So he's getting a lot of calls right now. I guarantee that company, those companies have a social person. But you can't just sit back for years and just do the same old, same old. And why would you want to? You want to do something that's, like, fun and... Um, you get such a reaction from your community that these stories just, right? Yeah. So let's talk about, let's talk about that. Cause you brought up community. Um, and that friend that we're talking about is big on community and using, using your, your community as fans and all that. So that's, <clears throat> that's been a big point that I've heard. I'm sure you've heard about now because they're going to put the emphasis on this, this user to user friend to friend based interaction yep. that everything will, if you're a business brand, you should shift and now really focus on your, your influencers and your brand champions. And those are two different things. 
So there's influencers, which are people that are not, that you're hiring them generally how, how it's right, working right, right now. Versus ambassadors. Or, yeah, you're, you're hiring them. You're paying right. them some, some way, whether it's with products. With so they're only loyal for so long. They're loyal because you're paying them. Yeah. I right. mean, they may, they may also believe in, in what's going on, but they're doing this because there's a, there's a service rendered sure. for a price, right? But then there's brand champions that brand evangelists that you just love a brand. You just, you love the brand anyway. I mean, I, there's a, there's a few different brands that I'll like tweet about <clears throat> and, and tag them, you right. know, Gimlet, Gimlet Media. Anytime I'm in a po- there's there's a podcast post that comes up. There's always someone's asking about, well, what do you listen to, or what, what's everybody else listen to? What are some good ones? And I'm like, anything by Gimlet Media. Like, and I tag them all the time. And mm-hmm. they're not paying me to do that. I'm just and they're also not fawning all over you, but they're, they're no, but they'll like it. it. <clears throat> they'll right, like so they're showing acknowledgement when it, when it's appropriate. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. The, the, there's different people that from the 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 gimlet media you know uh internal network that will have gotten some follows on twitter from show hosts and stuff because of that so that's or that's yeah cool, you know but I mean, we know other examples like buffer when you and sure. when i engaged in a twitter chat a couple of times they they dm me they said hey what's your we want to send you something cool what's your address and then i got this like you know cool like the stickers and notebook and you know i did it couple more Twitter chats, got a t-shirt, like, so they loved on me uh, and we've been loyal. Um, and it wasn't just that. I mean, it was that, I mean, a lot of it was that a lot of it was like, I could email at two in the morning and tweet at two in the morning and someone's going to answer that's based on their structure. But, um, so the brand, yeah. but the, the point is that the brand champions, like you're a brand champion there. They're not paying you. They're not giving you the service for free. Even they're just giving you some extra swag and, and acknowledging your existence. I think acknowledgement is the biggest yeah. thing. <clears throat> but in this oh. case, what, what brands can do, I, I, I tend to agree with this, that I try and see, I don't know if it'll work, but if it does, how long it'll work for, but yeah, enlist your community members, your customers, your employees, the people, right? So coming back to the people that are on these channels. Now the, the, the big question is going to be, right now they're going to be considered influencers in a sense. Like you can't just, <clears throat> you can't just have them going out there pitching your services right. and your product straight up. It's not like that. It's, it's more about, again, authentic, genuine, that those words are still involved. <laughs> I think you nailed it. Cause, and I'll add the word motive because <clears throat> we do see posts all the time from in, influential people who are not paid but all of a sudden they get a case of the latest fizzy drink. And we know because we're social marketers that we know there's, there's motive behind that. Of course there is, but it comes off a little flat (laughs) to take the fizzy, fizzy drink analogy. Um, at at times, because then I feel like the, I see the two fizzy drinks are battling each other out and this one person's getting the swag all the time. Um, but there might be that, that, you know, that one, you know, copy editor in Illinois that loves the drink and it's never acknowledged, but would tell her whole dorm. <laughs> yeah. Dude, dude, like it's, you mentioned it before with, with Buffer, right? And there's a bunch of companies that do this with yep. um, swag and stuff. Like have t-shirts made. If you have your customer's information that they've given you willingly, like addresses and things, 
or ask them for it. Send people free t-shirts and guess what? They will, a lot of people will post about that they got a free t-shirt from your company. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> and it's not, uh, it's, it's a fun thing. It's not necessarily, yeah, I mean, there's a marketing motive behind it, but, but it's, it's just like a fun, a fun thing that gives you a little more awareness and exposure of that you exist. Yeah. And it, when we're talking about engaging community and, and feeding them, feeding and you could do some things outside the box. I know some people have done this. It's last time I got one of these, it's been a while, but you can leave a video in a DM or a tweet, a short little video. Thank you. Um, now a lot of people are scared. It's not on brand voice or that person's not the face of the brand. Figure it out. Think about it because I think that'll go a long way. Um, you know, uh, what was the one thing I was going to say? I got some notes. Let me look at my notes. Yeah, and real quick, while you look at that, you mentioned the messenger, the DM. <clears throat> the page can't message people individually to start a conversation, I don't think. But people can can DM pages now. Yeah, and then you can... Um, then you can respond. I actually just do that for fun because it says at the pop-up, they're waiting. I'm like, no, they're not. <laughs> so I'll message and like 12 hours later, somebody will be like, uh, hello? <laughs> well, but what what they can do with that? If you're a company, do something that encourages people. Yeah. DM your page, and now you have you have a direct line. Now it's look. Is it more manual? Is it more individual? You're not just blasting something out, and and 200 people are seeing it. Um, but, but run that, it as a test. Set a yeah. goal of 30 people. So I'm gonna run, run this run test for two line. weeks. Yep. Yeah. And I, I would say like a lot of times you're looking people, CMOs or whatever, they want this huge result, but honestly the return over the next year from those 30 people um, and then replicate that. If it works, replicate it. Um, I was going to say, both of the, wait, real quick. Yeah, so, you do it, man. So you do, you, uh, you run a small $5 ad um, targeted at whatever. And you say the first 30 people to DM us, we're set, we'll send you a t-shirt if you give us your address, right? So now they've DM'd you. Now you can communicate with them directly. Uh, and, and now, again, it's going to be a promotional thing. This is really basic. It's a really basic idea. Yes. Sending them a free t-shirt or even if it's like a free sampling of a product or whatever it is that you have. But that's, that's like an easy, super cheap inexpensive not cheap and they and they may instagram on their own or you may follow up three days later and say you know how is the shirt we'd love to see you know we'd love to feature you on across our social channels what go do some go do a a fun wacky photo i would Um, i would definitely test it without even telling them to go post it just hey you know what we've identified you if this again if you have their information it'd be like we've identified you as like one of our awesome customers one of our best here, take this. Well, here's, here's like, so I make, make those uh, goods. I make a bottle opener and I did teach people how to fish. I did show people how I put it in my photos and then it just took on a life of its own. Now, now originally I did see some people posting photos themselves. I was like, this is really good. And I saw some like photos that were like not that great in focus. So I just duplicated myself, the good ones. And all of a sudden like 20 people a day are posting photos with a bottle opener, which is the weirdest thing ever. But I put 
some passionate copy behind it that is true. You know, I wanted to connect community and when you share a craft beer. So tell that story. Tell that story with your brand. Tell that story what it means to you. Um, I did want to say one other thing. Um, it's not really directly corollary, but it kind of it, it kind of is. Um, you have to – so we were just playing around before the show – uh, which is, I'm sure you all have taken the photos and downloaded this app, which was the number one app this last week. It's Google's new app called Art and Culture, um, which I guarantee if this was not in this app, it would not have hit number one and no one would have downloaded this app right. except for museum nerds. But basically you snap a photo of yourself and it you know matches you with famous with artwork that's hanging in museums. And then it – actually, this was where I'll tie it back in easily shareable you can save it or you can share it and it's it has a nice frame and it has the name of the person von ludwig whatever uh, it's fun it's really fun and that that little tweak to their to their app like and it's a great app like if you want to go explore museums or find something new near you and it wasn't the first thing that happened when they opened the app you had to scroll down and find it but like I think when you're talking about doing something with Messenger, uh, doing something on your website or in your app, but leveraging social, you know, obviously Google did not rely on Facebook and Twitter directly. They didn't say like go go find your friends, connect. But obviously the not is it it wouldn't be called FOMO. It's like DiscoverMo or something. Funmo, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's like, it's not fear of missing out. It's <clears throat> like a fear of not being included or not being part of the... Or it's fun and you want to see who you look like in a museum. Yeah, so it just like... And some people in my office didn't do it for a while. And today, like, we all did it. Like somebody... And I, I got busy, so I didn't even mention it. And I saw... I was actually going to put it in... We have an innovation Slack channel as a great, like... Uh, engagement for a, uh, an app, build build an indispensable feature or build a feature you can't um, not not share. Um, so that was my point about content. Is there's a couple things that, that you can do because if you share Vincent, if you share an article from Mashable, your friends are going to see that more than if Mashable shared it <laughs> potentially. Right. So. And again, obviously you're like, yeah, Adam, you know, make content that's shareable, make content that people love, but I'll add to it. Like go do an audit is your website, is your app, is your mobile, is, is it, is it optimized to share? Is it easy to share? Um, you know, one of the, one of the articles, publications I read emails, I read every day is the hustle. Well, about a year and a half ago, they completely revamped their newsletter to make every single, instead of making one newsletter, they made every story its own, like if you clicked on it, it would go to a landing page with its own URL. So every store story now was highly shareable with little buttons, share buttons right on there uh, because you don't want to share the whole newsletter and you're not even interested in the other four <laughs> stories. But so I would like encourage whatever you're producing do that audit. Is this, it, you're great, creating great content, but you're limiting yourself because the mechanisms to share are not easy. The call outs to share are not easy. So if you make content that's highly shareable, just like the Google arts and culture, 
they made it right there. Share. <laughs> that was the call to action. Share. Um, so I would spend as much time as creating the content as thinking about how your passionate advocates, your ambassadors, your top users can easily share the content. It's so good without you actually even having to tell them to share it. If you agree with me on that one. I, I agree. I agree. And, uh, we also, we also wanted to touch a little bit, or I want to ask you about the ad aspect of this whole. Oh yeah. Good point. <clears throat> this whole, um, newsfeed change update, whatever. Um, the, what, cause here's what I was thinking here. This could be, this could be way off. I don't know. But I've also seen people asking, like, does this affect ads? How, how could it possibly affect ads? Whatever. Um, I think possibly in the sense of the targeting is based on <clears throat> what people talk about. Right. So if, if the idea is making better – is more user based, more friend to friend based, and and the idea is that better content, um, friend to friend, and you know even longer content. That means that they're talking about more things. Is this going to hmm. add to the targeting in a sense of even making it better because more people are going to be talking about more things that are directly related to them? Sure and about what they like and don't like that's that's the only angle cuz i'm trying to i'm trying to think like a year from now <clears throat> we look back on on this and be like okay well what happened what happened it's all conjecture it's all conjecture so all we can do is look at what we already have seen happen and if if this happens where people now start <laughs> posting more information because of that which I don't know if that if that will happen. I, I just don't know. I I don't know if that's what the 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 news feed update will encourage. I or... think it's honestly though, I think it's teach to fish. I think if they see it happening, their friends they're going to see this. They're going to be served this type of content. They're not even have to. They're not going to think about it. They're just going to. So like when you know images with with text over it when short video with video with no audio you know facebook just led with what they wanted people to do it's like it's not that like 90 percent of people listen to video on facebook with no audio they didn't have a choice it just was so if they're by default being served longer content the 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 content with better replies um i think you're right a year from now but those those tricky people, they're tricky Facebook. They're gonna have so much data for ads. I, I think you're right, man. Um, keep in mind too, like one of the one of the most one of the things that's worked that they've changed has been the whole status update feature where you can put text over like a colored background, right? Yep. Um, and now there's like forty different backgrounds you can pick from. There's there's a ton. There used to be like six, right? When it first came out. Now there's a that was, whole. That was beta, beta version. Yeah, there's a whole grid of all these different things, and they change and they add ones and and everything. So 
but people because people have been using them. So one of the things that's worse for Facebook is that. And um, that was slow going in the beginning, to be honest. Yeah. Well, it was also the curiosity factor of like, oh, wait, how'd you get that? How'd you get that? It's like Snapchat filters for text. It's funny. Yeah. So, but that, that increased, um, activity, I think Mm -hmm. for, there was some people that maybe, you know, whatever didn't post on Facebook often, but now that that that's there, now they're asking, because a lot of people will ask a question. That's a new thing now too. Yeah you know, in that type of a thing. Oh, that's interesting. Um, Maybe with that, you, you know, are you talking about the same thing I'm, I'm seeing where people can well, ask those questions? Well, that's the, that's the other part of it. That's because what I'm saying is like on the backgrounds, people use those posts. I see the most often is people use those posts to ask right. like a, a random question. But now, yes, Facebook now has started to prompt people in, in the middle of their feed to answer a question. I don't yes. know how well that's going, to be honest. I, I, I haven't seen the response on, on, that I've seen people uh, have with that has been like, leave me alone. <laughs> uh, well, I saw like one person like answer 30 in a row and they were in my newsfeed 30 in a row. And it was wow. kind of annoying. Okay. okay. Um, but then I, I, there is a similar feature that actually is utilized and people don't think about it. It's recommendations because it's, They've learned how to ask in such a way that it turns it into a recommendation. When someone just leaves the name of the restaurant, it turns it into a clickable link. Um, so I think like Facebook is genuinely trying to drive people toward more thoughtful in, in answers, engagement, meaningful, I, I think. I don't um, know. But there's a like, reason for it. It's not because they're this altruistic, <laughs> uh, you know, look, a Facebook's ultimate goal, it's an altruistic goal, but with with the idea that it will make them more money in ad revenue because their their goal is to get people to spend more and more time on Facebook and do all the things that they could do online on Facebook, which that will never happen. Just the purchasing purchasing stuff on Facebook is never going to happen. People, it, it's come and gone a couple times. The marketplace kind of works. Um, right. You know, that, that, that's yard sale groups though. It's the same thing. So that's, that's even been around for a while, just in a different form. People, businesses aren't setting up, um, stores, even though, I mean, some are, some do, but people aren't necessarily going through Facebook to buy products. Yeah. It's not like social apps in other countries for sure. So, or you can do everything and anything, but Facebook's whole goal is always been, it, it, it has always been to keep you on there because then they can serve you more ads and make more money from, <laughs> from businesses that are advertising and the stats that always get shared out quarterly. Here's how many users we have. Here's how many daily active users. Mm-hmm. Here's, here's how oh, much. Oh yeah. When those next stats come out, like they're going to make up all the money they lost. I mean, well, yeah. So them. notice, yeah. Keep in mind that they're making this change. It's mid January. Right. The next, the next quarterly update is April, beginning of April. So some of this will, will have been in place. Um, who knows? They may have already implemented it starting January 1st, and we don't even know. Well, the other thing is um, uh, we're running some ads right now, so I'll have to check to see to compare. Uh, luckily, I've been running some ads for the same company on both both months. So I'll check to see how that conversion is, but my guess is since a lot of the 
garbage organic posts are gone now. The news feed, um, you know, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, inventory. Your collective news feed inventory has opened up a bit. So if you're going to, I don't know if you actually pay more for that ad, but you're going to get more engagement for that paid spot, therefore spending more money. <laughs> That's my, my prediction is we heard, why, is it, why are these ads costing more money? Well, the inventory is gone. Mm-hmm. They, why are they putting ads in why groups and messenger? Because they need more inventory. So now they found another, they found a new way to get more inventory. Eliminate some of this garbage organic. Um, but like you're you're right, altruistic or not, that's their their goal, and hopefully the result is a better experience. As social marketers, we're you know pleading you. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's the user experience. It's always been the user experience. If you can keep people on the platform, that you can make money selling to those people, um, selling to those users. So their goal, their their high end goal is user experience make it the best that it can be because if it's mm-hmm. not people will leave and then you your business is toast you know and that's that's what it's always been about is and i think you alluded to this at the very beginning the pressure from you know you know rogue governments hacking playing with people's emotions putting fake news out there um the echo chamber was deafening it was just turning into a bad experience and i think they probably They'll take a hit now because they were probably losing tons of people who were just done. Oh, sure. And th- this is a response to that. Th- don't get it twisted. This is a response to the last year and a half of, of that type of interaction and, and um, people complaining. And here's the thing, though. Their user numbers won't go down because right. people, people won't actually leave. As much as you, you hear people say, oh, I'm not on Facebook anymore. I let I – they're they're not deleting their profiles. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're not, you know, and for every daily active user that leaves, there's another one that pops on um, at this point. It's at a critical mass point right now. Yeah. So, so they're not, they're not suffering. I, I, I have no doubt that they'll, um, it, they'll, they'll grow again in, in user numbers on another quarter because, because it just will, they, they still, they still haven't touched like, half of half of the rest of the world either right that's why they're trying to expand to provide internet to india yeah i was gonna say free <laughs> wi-fi yeah absolutely i will like maybe we can um kind of maybe you can recap one or two you know practical takeaways and i could do the same but i, I did want to touch on ads one more time yeah, uh, i don't think we we did that enough because you know we have a friend that has a dollar a day strategy um all i will say is um it's a reality you, you have to, you don't need to begrudge it, but you have to pay. But you can do it intelligently. You're trying to reach a certain demo. Well, you could target a demo very specifically. So pick your best content. If you see a piece of content, a post that's performing excellent, take the time, set up the ad. It, you know, Vincent's a big one on this. You don't have to spend a ton of money. You've done tons of it, like five, ten dollars or whatever. Test it um, out with some small, yeah. But yeah, even if like, and, and our friend Dennis, um, he, I don't know how much money he spent on Facebook ads, but he, he's been doing it a very long time. Oh, yeah, for the clients. And, and like when he is approached, when he talks to companies, say, oh, you know, a dollar a day, like, like wait, what? Um, 
and actually I, I know this for a fact I, I've had tons of but add dollars and I've opened the fire hose and that ad performed worse but for some reason when you had a limited budget it you know it doled out that uh, that spend yep. res- more responsibly and more targeted it, works harder for you. it yep. does work harder for, for you yeah and um, so I, I think if you have a social media strategy and it doesn't include paid um, I think you're you're wasting your time on content and you're gonna be sorely disappointed in the continued results because if, if you even do it at a marginal budget over the course of the next three months, you know, it's nine months, you're going to see that climb and then combine it. This will be my takeaway um, with building that building and supporting the community, rather than a Facebook group, other own products. And then I would say produce that excellent content. Uh, if you're selling something or producing something, so you can still drive traffic. Um, produce that in a blog video utilize Facebook live what we talked about. Um, but then, yeah, I don't want every single post to have a call to action. If it's about meaningful, just build that community and support it in really noodle how you can ask these fantastic questions. Cause I mean, I'm, I'm pretty disappointed. I'm in this group right now and you know, we're recording past midnight our time, but I just saw somebody post a comment it's, it's just a cheap comment, man. It said, comment below with a change you're excited to see in 2018 when it comes to marketing, advertising, or anything in the realm of social media. <laughs> I'm just like, I know what you're doing. And it's the admin of the page. And uh, so I, I know what you're doing. And it's not fine. You're testing. You're testing the algorithm to see if it'll serve. It's just cheap. Um, It's self-serving. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I, so well, I'm not, I don't want. I don't want to talk bad about anybody. Call anybody out. I'm just. I'm challenging all of us. So that was more than two. <laughs> well, I just. I, I would. I would stress the importance of really defining your audience. Most businesses just don't even do this. They think they know. Mm. Um, Great because point. in their in their head. They, when they created the business, they're like, this is who my audience is going to be. And half the businesses will say, everybody's my audience. And guess what? It's not, it's not look at define your audience two ways. The, the first is who, who buys your stuff? Who is your customer? Like now and has been up until now. Who I is can tell it? you've been going through some branding exercises. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it helps. This is this is perfect, man. This perfect. Yeah, man. Like, who 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 is your customer been up until this point? Because guess what? That's who's gonna probably continue to buy from you unless you're changing up your whole product or service. And then mm-hmm. two, it, do you want a new customer? And what do they look like? And is that even realistic? Like, be real about it. Be real about what your product or service does, and who that serves now and who it can potentially who else it can potentially serve and why and then when you when when you do that as a business okay that's like the foundation because that's going to lay the groundwork that's going to tell you content wise like what what content do you want to create does it matter the other part about that is when you define that audience now you know you hear people saying 
well, with this thing with Facebook, with this newsfeed change, this is going to potentially open up the other platforms for people, marketers and businesses to go and like really check out, you know, a twi Twitter and a renaissance on Twitter and um, Pinterest and Instagram and like, sure. well, not if my customer's not there. <laughs> If my like, why am I gonna go do Twitter ads? Test out Twitter ads. If I, I mean, okay, test them out fine. But like, if I know, if I know for a fact already that my customer right. or potential customer is not using that platform, I'm not gonna go and waste time and money. Right. If you know, like, okay, if you know, I'm gonna go find um, the one that, that they're on. You know, I produce a, min a minimalist product, and the. People love craft beer. They love uh, craft coffee. They make they use Chemex. They use moleskin notebooks. So I'm creating these circles now of yeah. what my audience looks like, and then I can then I can go figure out is that is that tribe live on Twitter? Do they live here? They live there? Um, and I'll, I'll older add older men that are professionals. Uh, you know, probably not to an extent. Yeah, it's 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 a different crowd. So you're not going to go. Uh, on could could Pinterest be somewhere? Well, yeah, because the crowd that you're after is potentially some female, but but it's also a gift. So yeah, Pinterest is is an option at at some level. Sure. Like that's that's the type of stuff that this could this could drive that. I could I could see the smarter the smarter people, um, or at least the ones that are, that take a little bit more care in evaluating. The, mm -hmm. their business saying yeah let's go we haven't tried this let's go let's go check it out that's what i but, said i mean you gotta yeah, get back in the kitchen <laughs> if they already know it's if, if it's not a match from the get-go like you already know on these platforms you you can find out the demographics all of that information about every platform the, the platforms they have that information or it's out there google it it's easy to find and it'll tell you you know google plus believe it or not is still around and the, the demographic on that has been traditionally younger men, younger males that work in like IT, software, web development, gaming. Like there's an audience there, but it's very specific. And if you're selling um, like Etsy type I'm, I'm products. <laughs> I'm going to drop a verbal gif. It's uh, Ron Burgundy. I don't, I don't believe you. Okay. Okay. I'll give no, you. I'm just joking. No audience on Google Plus left. I, I agree. Um, I'll add to your target audience. I'll add one once you figure out who that is, um, and figure out your brand voice, how your tone, your style. How are you gonna? How are you going to speak and interact and write? Uh, is it gonna be? You know, we were you and I were interacting with a brand, and we we're impressed with their their speed and also their their um, their gift game. Uh, they have just a great like as we do social media for a living so we're a little bit harder to impress i think and i think the average person that's using a channel if you're a brand and you again we've always talked about this like if if you're a brand and you just uh use a different reaction emoji than right. the, the thumb up on their comment on your page that that could be big if you put a ha ha you know like but figure that out. Like one of the things I've been doing week in and week out for startups is brand voice workshops. And you know, this stuff I'm sure exists out on Google. If you, if you look for resources and I just narrow it down to three, the three words that represent the brand, you know, are you um, approachable or are you trustworthy or you're authoritative? Are you whatever it is, let that 
and then come up with descriptions for each one of those terms. Come up with reactions of what your audience. So think in terms of posting content, like how will you represent um, approachable on Instagram, right? Well, how will you, and then what is the response? What is, and then what is, so you figure that out. Um, and I would say there's tons of great books on that, uh, on branding, like you said, and there's tons of great books on brand voice because, and then run, make a chart and make sure every single blog post video, um, and this is basic stuff, but I forgot it. We forget it from time to time. Typically when someone posts something pretty rogue, that's when they forgot it. So if you are consistent, people are going to not get caught off guard by that random gif or something. Um, And then you're, you know, you kind of went off on a little bit of tangent there, but um, practical, practical. Um, Selfishly, you said you had a podcast recommendation. Oh, um, I, I do. And man, you just sprung that on me. What the heck? Well, from time as I got one. Do you want me to get mine? No, last couple ep- like last couple episodes, we didn't give a podcast recommendation, and there's been a lot of good ones last couple weeks. So yeah, go ahead, give yours. Sure. Um, so the actually the preview dropped, but I think the entire season dropped. Let's see here. Oh no, the preview dropped in episode one and two dropped. Um, the podcast is actually a branded podcast from the company Red Hat. And the name of the podcast is Command Line Heroes. Command Line Heroes. Um, So epic tales of how developers, programmers, hackers, geeks, and open source rebels, which is really the the Red Hat brand voice, Mm -hmm. um, revolutionized technology landscape. Uh, So they have a great host. It's produced by Red Hat. there's the first two episodes. One takes place in the 90s. It's about the OS wars and the rise of Linux. And episode one takes place in the 80s of period of mounting tension. Uh, the empires of Bill Gates and Steve Jobs. Uh, so quite interesting, I think. I love it when brands, uh, I believe it's probably produced by Pacific Content for Red Hat. Um, I, I love it when brands just knock it out of the park with these, uh, you know, behind the scenes, in-depth history or whatnot. Cool. I like it. Give me y'all was. Uh, mine is, mine is called endless thread and mm-hmm. it's put out there by WBUR and Reddit. And, Oh, WBUR, I think. Well, it's it says. But is it produced for Reddit or produced by Reddit? No. Well, because when I listened to it, it was really interesting. They're they're taking stories from Reddit. Oh, interesting. And making shows, which I thought, how how did we not think of that? Like, <laughs> there's there's podcasts waiting to happen all over Reddit. I'm sure that you could literally just delve into. So their first episode. Um, is called no 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 yes <laughs> and uh it says you know that in the first episode of endless thread we bring you two stories of two incredible near misses hmm. so that's literally what it was is is two stories from reddit that um are are near misses of like some people almost essentially dying <laughs> um, Jeez. one of the stories 
but but not and coming out of it with like this whole story um one of them was uh this guy he he was out camping with his buddies and uh he's going to take a picture on like a, a, a roaring sort of whitewater river and he slid down the rocks and ended up like in the river and almost going over the 200 foot waterfall or something like and but they saved him and his camera also survived so there's a whole there's a video i mean i didn't oh see wow that. But it's it's from so they they pulled it from Reddit. They they talked to the people involved, and uh, it's it was pretty cool. It's it's interesting. I mean, there's only one episode. There's there's an episode zero and episode one, but there's really only one episode with like true content in it. Cool. That's where I'm at. So that's it, man. Well, hopefully it was uh, useful and shoot us, uh, shoot us an email uh, or, you know, hit us up on socials. You guys know where to find us. Uh, We're here to give practical advice and help make you a better social marketer or if you're just dabbling. So I appreciate the listen. We'll see you guys next week. Later.